1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
3: You're listening to the Writer
0: Than You podcast. All right. Good morning. Welcome into the show. Last hour of the program. Bill Ryder with you. Happy Friday. Appreciate you listening and being here. Here's what we got going on as we close out what's been a really good week of shows. And thank you wherever you are for listening. We appreciate you. Let me say this to you I, I know how busy life is. I know there's a lot of stuff you can be doing with your time. And the fact that you let us come into your your life, your world, your home, your car, whatever it is, however you're listening, your ear pods on the Free Odyssey app, your wonderful affiliate, the podcast later. Thank you. We appreciate you very, very much. Uh we were gonna talk oh let me give the sorry the the, the plan. Uh we're gonna do buy or sell in about 15 minutes. We do that segment every single day in that spot. Uh, people seem to like it. Tommy, let me ask you a question. I have two questions. I have a question and a, and a request. I have a question and a requirement. Um is today no context buy or sell, which is a new wrinkle or are you going full context? Full king context today. I think you should start tweeting out the segments like you should put out buy or sell as an as a thing. You should put out bum of the week and in when its you say
2: you think or I should. You're
0: saying I need to and have yeah, to. Yeah, trying to get it to fifty percent that, that you will do that. <laughs> uh bum bum of the week is also at the end of the hour. We do that every Friday. Now, we were gonna talk with my buddy Jeff Goodman. He's got some breaking news he has to cancel. We're gonna he zigs, so we're gonna zag. I, I don't know. What the breaking news is, but sources tell me it could be related to Tom creeping toward being bum of the week for the third time this year. Now, some of you have already weighed in in the last last few minutes. Adam Ray King, I don't remember Adam Ray King tweeting at us. Adam, thanks for listening, pal. Appreciate you, Tweet Sports Writer. That's me, Sports R E I T E R. If you want to get in on the uh, the conversation, I want to nominate Danny Ainge. That'd be a first time. I want to nominate Danny Ainge for Bum of the Week, if not the year. Could we do that, too. Who's trying to plunge my Utah Jazz into an endless rebuild they have no hope of ever emerging from instead of competing for the playoffs. And get get ready for this. Hashtag, from Adam, Free Pretty Daddy. Yeah, you just did a little celebratory double punch. Yeah, we're, we're back. back. Hashtag
2: Free Pretty Daddy, and it hasn't backfired yet
0: today. Well, that guy also weighed in. And he says, happy Tom is bum of the weekday. No getting out of it, Tom. You forgot a friend's birthday. That's me. We have a weird relationship, 100 percent deserved. Because I'm not your boss. How would you just des- I'm not your boss. I'm not your boss. What do you, mean you don't know? How would you describe the dynamic between a host <laughs> I and don't a producer?
2: Know. My wife has asked me this. My family members have asked me this. I don't know how to describe what me and you do every day. I don't know what the dynamic is. It can't be classified.
0: They, they've asked, what's up with Bill, or they've asked, is a, a host your, your boss? All of it. Really? All of it. And when you're done rubbing your temples <laughs> like you are now. <laughs> I, I come to no conclusion.
2: It just is.
0: Uh, so a buddy of mine who's a program director here in the area that I've talked about has, has described this for me. Because he navigates the same thing. He says, when he's, ta- he's like, Bill, you are your producer's boss while not being their boss, which makes it impossible to navigate glad we cleared that up. I don't think that's accurate. I'm just a great guy doing radio with a okay guy. <laughs> just kidding. You're...
2: You're... <laughs> and the cycle continues.
0: You are. Oh, there's another one. Phil in Stratford. Bill, as a person of responsibility. By the way, I don't know where he's going. But he... when he drops a responsible card, we have to listen. Okay? As a person of responsibility, you have to be a leader. That's me. Like a boss. You can't always do what's popular or what's easy. These are great points. You need to, where's he going with this? You need to hold people accountable for their actions. Uh-oh. Sadly, this means D-Cell must be bum of the week. Hopefully, he will learn and grow from this experience. All right, well, we're going to find out toward the end of the hour. Um, people really are interested in you and your...
2: Clearly, they don't know me. I'll learn and grow. Like, hello, we've been working together for almost three years. Those words are not in my vocab.
0: So, one thing I am aware of is our boss, Spike Eskin is leaving his position as program director of WFAN and CBS Sports Radio to go to WIP in Philadelphia. Uh, It's a huge job. It's a big job. He's going home. Congratulations to Spike. It is awesome. But that means we have a new boss. And what's occurred to—we don't know who it is yet. They haven't been hired. There's a process. What's occurred to me is that—and this isn't a lock, but if you're good at your job, And hopefully we hire someone who is great at their job. You're probably listening to CBS Sports Radio a lot because you want to get a feel for it. And if you're interviewing with the guy that's making the decision, I think you want to be able to. So they're getting a lot of Pretty Daddy. Look, if you're listening and you're the future boss, A, I've always loved you. And and you're my favorite. And B, I'm glad you're getting to know Pretty Daddy. Pretty Daddy, anything you want to say to your future boss? Hashtag free Pretty Daddy. (laughs) That's amazing. Okay, so um, it's great stuff. It's great stuff. How about this? How about hashtag free Joel Embiid from the cage of injuries that have plagued this guy? We talk a lot of hoops on the show. I'm an NBA guy. It's also, I don't want to call it the doldrums time, but we're not into real March Madness. We're not really at the draft. I mean, other combines going on. We talked about it. We did a pretty good open, by the way, today. We gave you some real facts on, on the draft. So if you missed it, it's worth hearing first hour podcast of the show pretty good stuff. Uh, Joel Embiid is in a cage of injury. He gets hurt all the time. And we've talked about so many contenders and who can do it. And the West is really dynamic and deep and good. And the East is the Celtics and then a bunch of other interesting teams. Now, I am more inclined to believe that the Celtics are not a lock to come out of the Eastern Conference than some other people are. Some of that is my question marks about Jason Tatum and Joe Mizzoula. and By mine, I mean those of the people I speak to around the NBA. And some is that I think that the league, the, the conference, is better than people give it credit for. I've been saying the Heat can make a run. They're playing pretty good basketball. I think the Cavs are interesting. They're playing pretty good basketball. I think the Knicks, I know they're under five hundred without OG Ananobi and, and, and Julius Randle. But they're I, I think they're four and seven after the last eleven over their last eleven. I mean Jalen Brunson's basically carrying a, a pretty weak team and almost keeping their head above water. When Randall comes back and when we think we think he will, Ananobi comes back, I think that's a team that can. I don't think the Knicks are making a finals, but could they beat the Celtics if Jason Tatum doesn't show up? Yeah, they could. The team we don't talk about enough is the Sixers, and I've been saying this like maybe Embiid will come back. And as bad as they've been without him, when he was there, they were dynamic. And he was playing the best basketball of his career. Think about that. This guy is a former MVP. This guy is a world beater. This guy was putting up 71 nights, 60 another night. He's a star. And he spoke yesterday for the first time in a long time on this injury. And you're going to hear the question from the reporter as well, but I want to frame it properly. The biggest question in the NBA that no one's talking about enough is what Philly is if Embiid comes back because no one believes he's coming back because he's always hurt. Well... If you're a Philly fan, reason to hope. And if you're a fan of a different Eastern Conference team, this should make you a little uncomfortable.
3: Why come back? I mean, you know what I mean? Like after injury like this, some people might say, you know what? Let me just rest up for next well, year. We- um,
2: the same reason why I was pushing uh, the you know last couple of games. I, I just love playing basketball. I want to be on the floor as much as possible. I only have about 20 years to do this. Uh, So, any chances that I get, I want to be on the floor. So, it doesn't matter where we are. Um, I don't know. Four, five, three, I don't know. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Doesn't really matter where we are.
0: They are seven and seventeen without Joel Embiid this year. But when they have him, they are a d- dynamic and outstanding basketball team. In fact, when they have him, Tom, I'm doing the math on the fly here, so it's gonna be a little tricky. They are 26. Okay, okay. As I as I stall here, 26 and eight. That is pretty damn outstanding. And beat is the old fool me once shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me guy. And I think the psychology of that impacts people's abilities to believe in him. For two reasons. One is, he's always injured. And if he's not injured, he is disappearing in the playoff series. That is a real thing, too. And by the way, can I say this? Disappearing in a playoff series, the standard of that is different if you are an MVP or MVP-level player. What I expect and what should be expected from Jason Tatum or James Harden or LeBron James or Joel Embiid Giannis Antetokounmpo or Nikola Jokic is different than what I think you can expect from even Anthony Davis or Jalen Brown or Drew Holiday or Chris Middleton when they were the number twos behind Giannis or Jamal Murray. Those second-tier guys have to play well, but it's the top-tier guys in each team that have to take over games and individually win a couple games in a series at least to get you where you want to go. And in Steph Curry's case, he can win whole series. MB has never been the guy that has been healthy enough to know what he can do, and when he has been healthy, he hasn't done it. Not that what I'm describing to you right there. But I think that he can. And I am as comfortable as anybody in the NBA because the NBA, I think, is a pretty sycophantic space. It, something weird has happened in the last 20 years is the NFL has become a lot more critical of its the reporters of, of what they cover, which is good. And the NBA has become, I think, a little too sycophantic, which I think is bad because I just don't think it's... It leads to accurate conversations and reporting. I am more than happy to label guys who are unworthy of, of confidence in the playoffs as whatever that is. Loser or, or, or chokers or just not a guy that I want to ride into that battle with. James Harden is in that category. A lot of guys are. But it's a, it's a long-term collection of information. Human beings can change. Human beings can fail and turn that failure into success and they can fail and turn that failure into the inability to succeed and it's hard to know which is which. Take Jokic as an example. People were mocking this guy a year ago. Can't win when it matters and now he's considered the surest thing in the postseason. Embiid can change that narrative. Embiid can win big series. I think Embiid can take Philly all the way. I really do. If he's healthy. And the fact that he thinks that he could come back and this reinforces some of the people I've talked to in front offices across the NBA. The NBA the notion that why would you make the trades that you made? Why would you get guys like Buddy Heald? Why would you make some additions if you weren't pretty confident? You're Daryl Moore, who runs Basketball Ops. If you weren't pretty confident Embiid was going to be back. Why go get guys, some of whom are, are just loners, if you weren't sh- pretty sure Embiid's going to return? So based on that speculation based on li- very little we know about his actual injury, and based on what he just said, I think Joel Embiid is going to play again this year. And I think that this Sixers team, by the way, is still in the 5 seed. Now they're dropping, and they're barely above being the 8 seed. Like, they are going to probably be a play-in if they, they get into it. So it might, you might have a situation where they have to win a play-in game without Embiid. In order to have a series where you do have Embiid, because you don't want to rush him back and you want the extra time. But if MB is out there in a best seven series, do not sleep on Philadelphia. Okay, eight five five two one two four CBS. I mean, these pretty daddy things just keep coming in. It's all we're gonna say this for Bum of the Week. Tom, how you how are you what is your forgive me for not letting you talk more. How what is your confidence level in your bum of the week odds?
2: Uh, I said it right now at about 85 percent that
0: you will award me with bum of the week. as I've told you, I don't want to make you bum of the week and as I've told you, I don't believe you. Well, I mean I think that you should probably focus on you in this. In this <laughs> case. <laughs> you know me so well. That's where I would go. Uh, but we have a full context laden by ourselves. that's what we got. That's what we got going on. King context today. Can I tell you a story real quick? Absolutely. I play I play friendly uh, doubles. I play a lot of tennis. And I play, you know, I'm pretty good. I'm, I'm okay. I'm pretty good. Let me, false humility stupid. I'm good. And I don't look good. Like, you look at me and you think, oh, I'm going to crush this guy. But I'll play in a friendly match every now and then with guys that are, that are a different level. There's a guy that I play with. His name is Dennis. I like him. We're kind of buddies. He's a straight cheater. And he brags about cheating all the time. And he got invited to my match last night. And he, he hooked me as a term. You you cheat, and I just went off. I was just very calm. Like you're a cheater, absolutely not. And everybody got very uncomfortable. Is it okay? And then they kind of liked it because every. And I just because I was really calm. He's like, oh, you call me a cheater? I said, yeah. You call me a liar? I said, everyone knows you're a liar, Dennis. You talk about this with other people that you cheat people, and everyone that's here watching understands that that the ball was in, and you called it out on purpose. And I'm not gonna pretend with you that you are worthy of being described as someone who's trustworthy. I like you, I'll have a beer with you, but you're a cheater. And it was just, I really enjoyed it. Is that okay? I really enjoyed it.
2: I mean, look, if I was there, I would have been very uncomfortable. But
0: it's okay because you stayed calm. Very calm. Wasn't bad. So, yeah, then it's okay. Okay, good. Let me calmly say something to you in the exact same vein. You can work on you, Tom. If you're bum of the week, it's a you thing. I can't not... Give it to you because you won't work on you. And everybody likes you, and I have a beer with you. I think you're the best. But we both know that this is a you issue, not a me issue. Really walked into that one. <laughs> yeah, you really did. All right. I don't want to be mean to you, but I feel like you forced me into these, into these right? Like, I, I don't want to criticize James Harden, but if the guy keeps missing 13 three point shots in a row in a game seven, what am I going to do? Pretend that he's great in the in, in big games? I can't, you know what I'm saying? To be fair with you,
2: I always know where I stand with you. There's
0: no gray area. No. You're, but I think you're Nikola Jokic, by the way. I think this hardship and criticism is going to lead to such a turnaround that the greatness we see in you will come out in all of its championship glory. Just maybe not today. All right. So that's in 30 minutes. Uh, Let's do a context-laden buy or sell. We've got a bunch of stuff, including the NFL, that we haven't hit. We're going to give it to you. We're going to synthesize it, and we're going to give you a take. Coming up, buy or sell next, CBS Sports Radio.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.
3: That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
0: You have 47 new voicemails.
3: Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
0: Welcome back to Writer Than You. Do you wish your wife a happy birthday? Come on, man.
2: (laughs) I'm just curious. My wife, uh, her birthday is uh, Christmas in July.
0: What?
2: July 25th. Christmas in July. Well,
0: well, uh, I understand that. What does does that mean? On CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, that's not even the part where I realize later that's five months out, not six months out. It did break me. Didn't you try to nominate your own wife for Bum of the Week this week? I did. I did. And your wife. You're in so much trouble, dude.
2: I meant it, man. Anybody but me.
0: I mean, there's time, right? Did Caleb Williams come up to the podium at his press conference in Indy and say, "Bleep, all you fools," or "I, I, I, I hate the Bears," or something? Not that I've seen. You're in trouble. You know what I'm saying?
2: I'm picking up what you're putting down.
0: Yeah. Any big uh, weekend plans?
2: We have a birthday party, a three-year-old birthday party that my little dude is so excited
0: to go to. So you have a 50% chance you'll remember to go. <sighs> you, want, you want Lori to send you a reminder?
2: <laughs> uh, well played.
0: Well played. <laughs> Thank you.
2: Man, I really walked into that one.
0: Yeah. Wow. Birthdays.
2: <laughs> off limits. <laughs> Birthdays
0: are off limits. You di- yeah, they kind of are now, aren't they? You okay, you're just mouthing wow to yourself. Yeah,
2: I really went there, man. I forgot your birthday, and I said
0: that I'm going to a birthday party yeah. this weekend. Mm-hmm. Wow, okay. You forgetting my birthday is the best birthday present I've ever gotten. It's just the gift that keeps on giving. See, this is why I feel like you are rooting for me to win Bum of the Week. Uh, Mama just, uh, Mini Mom at Mini Mama 12. Also, it looks like out of Utah, um, because she's responding to the gentleman who's a jazz fan. I think she's I, I second this motion I would encourage nomination for the for the bum of the week. You're yeah, you're in big trouble. You're in you're I mean you got new people weighing in there. You're people that don't even thank you, Mama, for tweeting at it that came out that's a not my mama. That's gonna be a rejoin. Many mama underscore twelve. <laughs> All right. <I'll>... Uh <laughs> Take your little victories or you can get them, huh? I have to. Let's do buy or sell. What
3: side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer
2: Than You. All right, here we go, Bill. The chain gang's days could be numbered in the NFL. The league revealed yesterday that a system to measure first downs electronically has been tested and that owners will be presented with the information about how those tests have gone and considerations the possibility of using this new tracking system instead of chains. And there's even the possibility that this new technology could be used as soon as this upcoming season. So I ask you, Bill buy or sell, you'd be happy with the trade off of using this new first down technology next season. But still having the fumble out of bounds through the
0: end zone as a touchback rule. So I'm trading. I I have to accept the stupid rule in exchange for exactly knowing first downs. Yes. Would you take that trade off? By yourself? I hate to. I'm more of a human error guy, especially in baseball. Like I like umpires and human error and having to man it. But I'm gonna buy this because buy. How many times do we see a brutal spot at the end of a really big game or a playoff game that has? huge significance. Let me ask you this. It's a weird way to make a living or a part of a living, but I don't fault anyone for what they do to try to get by. Buy or sell that you have deep sympathy for if you're just, if your job is on the chain gang and this is how you find out that maybe you're going to lose your gig. Buy. That's where my brain went first. Like, really?
2: I don't want to see anybody lose any gigs,
0: any jobs. Buy or sell that I can go a little big picture on this. Buy. Buy. Unfortunately, I'm being serious. This is the beginning, not the end, of technology taking lots of jobs from people. It was pretty dark, wasn't it? And
2: I'm officially freaked out.
0: And also I mean, I just, it's just... Anyway, yeah, all that said, yeah, it's a great idea.
2: All right, Bill, as you know, it's Combine Week, and that means 46-year-old Tom Brady decided to run the 40-yard dash again. Now, back in 2000, when he was at the Combine himself... He ran a not so eye popping five point two eight. However, this week, he ran a five point one eight. Bill by said, there's a sport you're better at now than you were in your twenties.
0: Oh, I mean bye. But well, I don't know. I played high school tennis. I was pretty good. Stopped playing until my thirties. Does this does tennis count if I didn't play it in my twenties? Yeah, we we can count it. But I played a couple times, yeah. Yes. Oh, let's see. I'm worse at golf, which is should be. Dude, golf is one of those games, though. I've got to say this. I've been watching a lot of Larry David, the last couple, a lot of Curb Your Enthusiasm um, the last couple days because Richard Lewis passed away. And there's a lot of golf scenes. I love golf. It is obnoxious how much money it costs to play. Yes. And you double down. It's so infuriating. The sport. It's not an easy sport, man. No, it's hard. It's a lot of yelling at yourself. Uh, Byersel, you're better at any sport that, now than in your 20s. Sell. So, I'm totally on the decline. Yeah, me too. I was better at golf then. I, I played a lot of basketball. I was better at basketball then. Was I still playing football? Yeah, a little bit. I was playing, like, just pick-up football games that I shouldn't have been playing in. I'm going to have
2: to get better once my little dude starts playing sports. Because right yeah. now I'm at a level where I
0: would embarrass myself. You know what? I'm better at soccer. Bye. I don't play a lot of soccer anymore, but I will go out with Henry, and we'll play one-on-one against each other. He wants to do shootouts together, so I have to, like... And I played soccer through college amateur, like just, you know, intramurals, but then I gave it up. And I tried to play when I was 28 once, and it was real hard. (laughs) All right, Bill, let's get to some college
2: football here. Now, yesterday we discussed how the proposed 14-team college playoff expansion format would include three automatic bids for both the SEC and the Big Ten, which, oh, by the way, is more than any other conference. But we have more. Yesterday night slash afternoon, we also learned the SEC and Big Ten champions would be guaranteed the top two seeds, a.k.a. ensuring them a bye in the first round of the playoff. Again, this format to be clear. This format and details that I just gave you are not a done deal, but they are picking up traction. Bill, buy or sell these details in this proposed playoff format are bad for college football. Buy.
0: And I tell you, and we've hit this a lot, and my immediate reaction, and is, I've only firmed my view of this, is that this is the, the SEC and the Big Ten taking control of college football in a way they will dominate – in a way will never come back from and whether or not we have as we predicted a, maybe a year ago that eventually it would just be those two conferences, running college football, like that would be those would be the conferences and they'd each have twenty or forty teams. Whether that comes to pass or not, the effect I think is trending toward the exact same thing. And I think it's bad news.
2: I think it's 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 gonna be as bad as you say because I read our buddy the Dodd father, Dennis Dodd's piece on this last night, and this was actually The Big Ten and the SEC wanted four automatic bids in a 14-team playoff, which would have been more than half the teams coming from two conferences. So this was their backup plan. This wasn't even their flex.
0: And and think about this, okay? Here's the other thing that I think people have to keep in mind. Right now, the NCAA is in charge. They're not going to be. That's the other thing. I don't really care about them, but... These two conferences are going to take over control and they're going to create their own structures and their own processes and their own committees. They're going to take over from Indy. Don't care about that. But right now, the NCAA can appoint whoever they want, whatever board committee they want, including a playoff football committee, to decide the the non-automatic bids, which means eventually there's going to be people making decisions that you know who's going to be appointing them? The Big Ten and the SEC. So do you know who's going to get way too much of the benefit of the doubt in the at-large bids? They are, because they're going to appoint the people that make the decisions. So it's going to be automatic for for these guys and automatically at the top two seats, but they're also going to dominate the actual so-called at-large bids because they're going to appoint the people making the decisions. They're going to dominate every facet of this thing. And I understand that right now it makes sense but the counter argument is well you never know what the big 12 will become, or what the PAC 2 will become if it gets a real conference, or in 30 years if if population shifts make even some smaller, con- they don't want that. This is there will never be another conference that ever rises to any level of competition again because we dominate it.
2: All right, Bill, let's get to the NBA here. Victor Webinyama put on an absolute show last night in a win over the Oklahoma City Thunder. Wemby became the first player in NBA history. This is a long list I'm about to read. At least 25 points, at least 10 rebounds, at least five assists, at least five blocks, and at least five three pointers made in a single game. Bill by sell. Victor Webinama has been as good as advertised yeah.
0: in just his rookie season. Bye. Buy. Buy or sell, you remember people saying, "Uh uh-oh, Victor, not going to work out, maybe. Buy. Yeah. Silly. Takes a minute. The guy is, do you watch any of his games? I know they're probably kind of late for you. Medium late.
2: I mean, they're medium late for most people on the East Coast. They're very late for me. Got it. (laughs) Another (laughs) character flaw for me. (laughs) Wow. I just... (laughs) Do you get a bonus for being Bum of the Week that uh, no, I don't know about? No, I, okay. I would really like to work that into you know the pay system for me. But
0: My point is that if you're not watching, and I get it, He, it's not just the stats. He is – I don't mean this dis- – he's a freak in all the ways that are great. I mean, it's just amazing to see – physically what he can do. Like, he'll block shots where he looks, he makes NBA players look like he's playing against children, and then he'll dribble between his legs or behind his back and hit a three-point shot. thats It's just, how is that the same person? It's incredible.
2: All right, Bill, we go from the good in the NBA to the not-so-good in the NBA. But the Pistons, as of right now, this very moment, they're off the hook because Detroit no longer has the worst record in the entire league. That belongs to the 9-and-50 Washington Wizards. Yikes. Buy or sell, it's impressive that the Wizards have a worse record than the Pistons, who, oh, by the way, lost 28 straight
0: games at one point this season. I mean, impressive in the sense it's impressive to watch your buddy walk into a, you know, thing of glass, thinking it's open, fall down, and then pop right back up. It's, yes, Bye. Bye. In a very humiliating, oh, my God, I can't believe you're this bad kind of way.
2: So they have the worst record, and they also have the worst contract in Jordan Poole in the entire sport. <laughs> yeah. Ouch. And they're still looking for a head coach.
0: Yes. Ouch. Now it's a new it's a new front office. So they th- I, I know some people in and around that organization. They think they have a lot of time to do a, a Oklahoma City style real rebuild better.
2: Alright, Bill, let's finish up with some baseball here that has absolutely nothing to do about the game itself. The Philadelphia Phillies officially ended their long-running promotion, Dollar Dogs. During select April games, because of rowdy fan behavior at games during the promotion. Now, last season, during Dollar Dogs promotion, a massive food fight broke out at the game. Buy or sell, you would have thought Dollar Hot Dog Day at the ballpark would become chaos.
0: Sell. Sell. Buy or sell that you could do a sketch comedy or just a true doc, you know, mockumentary called What's Up with Philadelphia on Netflix. Bye. What is up, Philadelphia? Dollar hot dogs gets everybody all worked up. Buy or sell? You think those were gross hot dogs? Sell. So.
2: Really? Mm. I think ballpark hot dogs are so much better than your average hot dog.
0: Yeah, I love love ballpark hot dogs. I I need it. Dude, the place to get it though is in Chicago, because like. If you get one at an Angels game or even a Dodgers game, here's some mustard. Here, open these relish packets. You get one. You get a real one. Oh, my mouth is watering at Wrigley. You get, like, two pickles that are cut on either side. It's loaded with, like, onions or sauerkraut. And you don't ever put ketchup, oh, cover it in mustard. Chicago dog? Tomatoes? I, I
2: told you this, I think, just two days ago. Huge fan of the cuisine when I went to Chicago. Love deep-dish pizza. You didn't say that.
0: You said you like
2: deep-dish pizza better I than New York pizza. I everything. I chickened out
0: on the Chicago dog. I couldn't do it. There's too oh. much.
2: There's too much on no, there. No, it's good. You got to do it. It's much.
0: great. You rented a car. You could just set in your car rental. The only guy that, <laughs> when you showed up at the at the Hurts of the Enterprise, were they just shocked to see? Was there dust everywhere? They're like, oh, wow. You want to rent a car, sir? No, they were really. More, they
2: were more shocked when I followed the guy with the forty dollar park sign into his personal garage
0: when we went to Wrigley.
2: He was more surprised that I actually did that. Be funny. That was the thing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> What's amazing is you're not a people person. So it just that for you, especially. I you know? actually
2: didn't even talk to him. I just gave him a thumbs up. Like, yep, I'll follow you. Here we go. I'm doing it. Okay. Yeah. On the main road there, just holding up a sign that I, said
0: park. I just had a crazy insight about you. Wow. So you know that I lived in Chicago for a long, I don't know, a couple times uh, as a kid, I, as an adult, a little bit, very briefly. My granddad, my grandma met there. I got family from there. There's dip You are one of this sort of South Side, kind but grumpy, decent but I don't want to talk to human beings. Chicagoans, you're a Chicagoan at heart. At least that would fit in somewhere. You're a Chicago. It's a great. It's a compliment. I
2: loved it. I loved. I love. You're a, loved you're a White
0: sports. Sox fan. Let me tell you something. You're not a Cubs fan though.
2: Well, I went to a Cubs game.
0: I know, but I'm just saying, Cubs fans are optimistic and joyous, and there's always next year and. You know, you know what I'm saying? But you're a Chicagoan by nature. You know, people say I was born in the wrong... Like, I should have been born in the 70s. I can't dance, but I can disco, but that has no value. You were born in the wrong place, but you can actually move. If I could time travel and live in the 70s, I'd be the coolest guy in the 70s. I can't. You should move to Chicago.
2: All right. It, it's really... And actually, it is good to know
0: I would fit in somewhere. Because it you sure would, as heck ain't here. You'd be celebrated. Okay. When you gave that guy that thumbs up and he refused, you refused to speak to him, he went home to his wife and said, finally, some out-of-towner who gets it.
2: My wife actually turned to me because my whole family was in the car and said, we have our son with us. Yes, we do, and we're going to do this.
0: Any more questions? Nope. Can't put it off any longer, Tommy. It's Bum of the Week. Who will it be? We will find out after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogish.
3: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Modelo is your reward. Modelo, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port Chicago, Illinois. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All
0: right, welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you. What an exciting time, Tom. You excited? Not really. I'm trying. I really don't want it to be you. I, I just told this to you, do you in the break. You should
2: try even harder.
0: I used to give it when Stu would produce me or, or Kluger, the Kluger, I would sometimes give it to them, where they kind of deserved it, but I just thought it was funny, but I would err on the side of giving it to them because they rarely put themselves in that position. We have reached a point where it's the opposite. I really don't want to give it to you, and I was looking back, and what I said to you was because we have a list that you're not filling out, uh, that, that you're not currently filling out. Yeah, And I said to you, man, you earned all of these. I
2: make them count, man.
0: All right. Once we get into the segment, once we're in segment, I'm I'm like a judge. I'm I'm like a competitor. I'm a lawyer. The person I am personally that I want, I have to be a professional. Okay. So I. But before we step into that space, I'm rooting for you. Okay. I want you to know that.
1: (laughs) I
2: appreciate
0: that. Bill Ryder, the guy rooting for you. Bill Ryder entrusted with a sacred responsibility. Let's find out. It's bum of the week. Hallelujah. I'm a bum. All he's
3: doing is a whole lot of damn nothing. I'm a bum. Yo, rotten bum. I'm a bum. They're a bunch of bums. I'm a bum. I'm a bum. I'm a bum. Who's the bum this week? Let's find out on Lighter Than You on CBS Sports
0: Radio. Oh, that's—you just said it where no one else could hear it into my ear. That's the funniest thing you've ever said. Do you want to say it on the air? or No.
2: No, because it's also uh, true.
0: Okay. Um, look, JT's coming, to, trying to come to your rescue. JT Money ten fourteen tweets at. Pretty Daddy CBS, hashtag Free Pretty Daddy. Bum of the week is absolutely, this is a good one. LeBron James for his ex-post that we all need to just let Brody be a college kid sports writer. Happy belated birthday or congrats on your new personal record for most days lived. That made me laugh, too.
1: That's funny. That's
0: that's never... extremely funny. All right, let me write. Le- Le- LeBron's a good one, okay? So we got LeBron. He's nominated. We got Aaron Rodgers nominated from sk- Skipper, uh, Skipper Tim Page, I, 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 look, I can't make Aaron Rodgers the bum of the week for no reason, even though I want to. I get it. Um, Danny Ainge just got nominated. Danny Ainge is nominated for Destroy. I'll say this. I think he's actually going to succeed there, guys, Jazz fans, okay? Mama, who seconded it, and was it Andy? I think Andy, I, I Adam, excuse me, Adam, Adam Ray King. I think it's going to be okay, but, but heard, I got it there's a lot of people that are saying as you. Uh, look, here's the thing. You, you forgot my birthday. You lied about who told you, my wife. You threw my wife under the bus. You nominated my wife for Bum of the Week. You nominated your own wife for Bum of the Week. You, I don't want... Can you give me some other candidates? Can you... Can, you got anybody else? I'm
2: glad you went there because I'm not even going to try and defend myself. My defense is going to be throwing other people under the bus. I'm going to go full can, Doc Rivers.
0: Give me, give, I'm going to give you some advice. Don't make it either of our wives again.
2: Got it. Okay. Cross those two. Off the list got a little shorter now. All right. How about Russell Wilson? The dude who's about to be cut says he wants to win two more Super Bowls in the next five years. Like, have some awareness, dude. I mean, that's, have that's, some awareness.
0: That's a fringe nominee. Okay. All right.
2: How about the people who attacked Cam Newton at a seven-on-seven event? Oh, that's a
0: good one. Okay. Cam... Newton Attackers, good, good. Okay,
2: how about Eric Biennemi for saying he actually did not get fired from the Washington Commanders? Trying to play semantics here. I mean,
0: I feel like you're kicking a guy while he's down.
2: Okay, okay, that's usually my style. And uh, I had LeBron James on my list, who we've already nominated, uh, and you said a kit to your wife or my wife. So, uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Why did you nominate my wife again? Um, Because she's the one that reminded me. So, in, in my defense... I had to throw her under the bus.
0: But she was looking out for you. Right. Why? And then you sold her out immediately. You crumbled immediately when I said, was it Lori? You crumbled quickly. Yes. Okay. Pretty nice of Lori. She doesn't even like X. She downloaded the app so she could instant message you.
2: I would agree. Very nice gesture. But, you know, when you get involved, you start talking to me, things go badly pretty quick. Okay. Why
0: did you you nominate your own wife? I forgot. Uh, That's a great
2: question. That um, I don't have the answer to. Oh, she Thank makes you. me say hello when I walk in.
0: <laughs> like that's not, a that's a necessity. Like you're not doing yourself a lot of favors. All right, let's, let's 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 narrow it down. Okay, finalists for bum of the week are you, Tom? Uh, I think LeBron's a strong candidate. That's a really, really good call that I would have missed. Shame on me by JT. And. Um, and the the idiots who attack camp. There's no one else we got? All right, well, I don't want to do this. Well, we could do the Fanatics, the, the MLB. Oh, report. Fanatics? Eh. Okay. Look, I take zero pleasure in the duties assigned to me as the arbiter of bumdom in the world of sports. But for missing my birthday... For throwing my wife and your wife under the bus. For lying about it. Oh, pretty daddy, you're not free. You're the bum of the week, bro. That's your bum of the week.
2: I detest you.
0: I'm lighter than you. I actually almost want to make you bum of the week next week for having put me through the process of making you bum of the week this week. Whoa. That's whoa, how frustrated I am. Whoa, whoa. I did not want you to be bum of the week. Wait! You also forgot Bogus's birthday this week? Whoa, 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 whoa. He just texted me. Whoa, whoa,
2: whoa. Forgot slash I don't know if he was going to get a happy birthday anyway.
0: You forgot both of our birthdays his this week? His birthday,
2: we were not in the office. It was, a, it was a weekend day. If he thinks he's getting a text message from me over the weekend for his Did birthday, you wish
0: him a happy birthday on Monday?
2: I said happy belated. Because he, he he did not subscribe to the rule that you can't tell people it's your birthday. He told, he told me. He told me it was his birthday.
0: On Sunday? No, Monday. On Monday. So you didn't actually, he told you, you didn't wish him a happy birthday on Sunday? No. And he had to tell you on Monday?
2: Right. But he should be, he should be bummed because he told people it's his birthday.
0: You can, I just, it's not, it's not, it's just my rule.
2: I mean, most people subscribe to that rule. Bro, what is up with you, man? Three out of nine. Nine
0: weeks so far in this year. I'm not sure anyone has ever, ever gotten more than three in a year. Anyone, not not even colleagues, just look, Phil Phil and Stratford really hit home with this where he said, Bill, as a person of responsibility, you have to be a leader. You can't always do what's popular or what's easy. You need to hold people accountable for their actions. So true. Sadly, this means D-Cell must be bum of the week, and now he is, by the way. Hopefully, he will learn and grow from this experience. Part of this, it's such an act of friend. Phil's right. It's an act of love for me. It's an act of support and friendship, of leadership, and our dynamic that you uh, described to your family as, oh, God, I don't know. Um, (laughs) Was it accurate? Pretty close. Accurate telling? Did you tell Mrs. Diesel that you were in contention for Bum of the Week?
2: Uh, no. She would, be, she would be shocked to hear how often I win this bad boy.
0: Would she be shocked to hear that you have nominated her for a segment <laughs> she obviously <laughs> she, doesn't know exists? She would not be happy. If she knew. Yeah. But her parents, your in-laws, occasionally listen to the show. Yes. My mother-in-law is a fan of the show. What is your mother-in-law's first name? Uh, Donna. Donna. Donna, can you please tell your daughter what's been going on with Tom on the show and the bum of the week mentions and the nomination for your daughter? Because I just feel like that might – I think Phil – Donna, I think Phil and Stratford is right. Tom needs heart, tough love. And if we can get it at work and at home, we could really speed up the process. And there goes my weekend. (laughs) Does Donna listen enough that there's a real chance she's listening now? There is a 50-50 chance. I love Donna. Oh, this is the mother-in-law you told me that you're that you like. You were so glad you got really lucky there too. That's the one. That's right. I guess there's only one mother. There wouldn't be another. I guess there could be another mother-in-law if you were real bum. There is not It'd another be, mother-in-law. That'd be bum of the century. There is not. There's only one. You could be bum, You could easily be bum of the year now. You're gonna have to get locked down. Man. It's March first. You've won three of nine. It's not great. If we had a document. If we had a document like I've asked for, we could look. We have the document now. <laughs> now. Have a good weekend. Enjoy the enjoy the birthday party. Don't forget to go. I'll have Lori sent you a reminder. That was bad. That was bad. Oh, uh, good work, pretty daddy. He's not free, but we still love him anyway. I'm Bill Ryder. This show is Ryder Than You, especially Ryder than Tom. We'll see you back in Monday on CBS Sports
1: Radio.